Welcome to Marketing with Black Girl Magic. I'm your host, media mogul and digital influencer, Iberia. (laughs) Marketing with Black Girl Magic is your exclusive end to tips, tricks, and tools to make your brand sparkle with impact, innovation, and creativity. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't take a moment to acknowledge our weekly sponsors that make this show possible. If you're in need of marketing consulting and or social media management or development, then look no further. Luminosity Media Group will happily meet your business needs. Just visit www.luminosityent.com. And of course, I can't forget Podcast Town, where podcasting is community, podcasting is networking, and podcasting is a lifestyle. Live, love, listen. Now let's get into the show. If you're a business organization or individual looking to take your brand to the next level through marketing and advertising efforts with a twist, hair pun intended, you're in the right place. Each month we feature a sister doing it in the areas of marketing, advertising, entrepreneurship, PR, and more. These experts will share a little of their magic with us. This month's guest is activation coach and life strategist, Desiree Cocroft. Oh my goodness, Desiree empowers leaders to produce results in their personal life and business. She ignites individuals and audiences into action by providing strategies that help others gain clarity and confidence in their life and business. And this is only one of the ways that she's getting results and can help you get results too. Desiree, come on in the building. How you feel it? (laughs) All the way in Philly. All the way up. Okay, y'all listen. <laughs> uh, listen. I, I I thought the sister was in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. I done set up a whole studio time and was like, okay, and you'll be here. And she's like, okay, but I'm in Philly. And so I was like, and the Zoom link is, and we're here. <laughs> we are still here. <laughs> and you're still here. And I, I appreciate you. And it's so interesting just kind of how your life has transitioned and journeyed uh, from, I think the first time I met you, it was a signature dance company, right? Yeah. So yeah. why don't you just kind of share with the people a little bit of that journey to where you are now, and then we'll get into results-driven marketing. Yeah, absolutely. So again, Desiree Cocrofts, I am born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. (laughs) Born and raised, Uh, but I currently live in Philly. Uh, In 2004, me and two friends started what's called Signature Dance Company, which is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And it is a nonprofit for women and girls where we share without compromise all of our God-given gifts and talents while helping others realize their own. I'm currently the board chair and still obviously the co-founder of Signature Dance Company. So that is the capacity in which I work with Signature now. And I also uh, work with Destination Life, which is my LLC where I do the work that Brandy so eloquently (laughs) already talked about. What a bio. Oh, okay. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right there. (laughs) So that is a little bit about what I do today. And I also work full time for Franklin Covey, where I do leadership coaching uh, for educational professionals in different uh, states. Love it. I love it. And again, I'm just so glad to have you here. So one of the things that we 
talk about on marketing with Black Girl Mag- Magic is obviously, like I said, we talk about different strategies and, pro- and approaches. And, you know, you see a lot of people that know how to create the content. But mm-hmm. the results part is where it's yeah. like, okay, but how do I monetize? How do mm-hmm. I convert? You know, so click funnels. this is one of the things that a lot of people are talking about these days that it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's trendy and, and saying, but people don't know mm-hmm. exactly how to build it out. And right. so when did results driven, not just marketing, but just having a results driven life, when did you become conscious of that and then started implementing it in your life and then in the lives of your clients? Yeah, I think uh, just a lot of learning about habits and things that can help us get what we desire. Um, I've been like a leadership personal development nerd since I was like (laughs) 17. (laughs) My first job was being a team mentor where I taught people about self-esteem, decision-making, relationship building at 17. So results, seeing how those informational type of topics can really, when implemented, make a big impact on your life. I learned that really young. Now that that came out of, that just came out of your own interest or did you see that model before you with family you know, or uh, I was at so I went to Washington High School shameless plug okay. right uh, <laughs> while I was there one of my teachers just saw something in me because I did a lot of volunteering yeah Ooh, I was in student government I was mm-hmm. class president I mm-hmm. was in dance team I was in all the things and he thought it would be a good opportunity for me it was my very first job as a So it's so interesting. I was still learning relationships and decision-making and self-esteem and self-image. And I was handed a curriculum to teach nine through 16 year olds how to do it and how to create spaces for large group and small group audiences and team building. I learned that at 17. And so I've been hooked on (laughs) illustrations and how to help people figure things out and how to help people apply principles. What an amazing thing to be hooked on, you know, like, mm-hmm, and that, right. that's honestly kind of been my prayer. Like, honestly, when I was coming up, I was like, if I'm going to become addicted to something, I said, let it be, I would always say, let it be something that betters me. Let, you right. know, let it be something that when I, at least, you know, if I'm addicted to playing the piano, at least when I come out, I'm yeah, killing. killing. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> you know, whatever, like I wanted it to be that. And so, but you got to be careful because that can also become, you know, the work addiction. We had literally just mm-hmm. in our last series. We were talking with Tiffany about disrupting burnout culture. And so that that's a huge thing because we do want to get results. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we have a good balance. And so one of the questions, though, that I have in terms of results in your particular personal and professional life, how do you measure that? Like, how do you know that this is, oh, I've reached that plateau? Obviously, you know, setting the goal. But, Mm -hmm. you know, how how do you measure that along the way? Yeah, there's a couple things. I always talk about qualitatively deciding what success looks like in a thing and then also quantitatively, right? And so I think it's really important to do both. And I think sometimes we think about the number, but we don't think about how we want to (laughs) feel when we're in that process. And so it's like, I can have some arbitrary, you know, quantitative goal out there to make, I don't know, I want to make 100K this year, or I want to make 10,000 this year, or whatever number you have, I want to make $1,000 in my files or whatever it is. How do you want to feel doing that? Mm. What does it look like doing that? Mm. Um, If I want to feel free, I want to feel like I'm enjoying what I'm doing, then I'm going to pace myself in a way and I might change my number to match that. Or I might keep my number, but with those things in mind, let me get the help I need. Let me delegate what I need. Let me find really simple strategies to get there. 
so I can feel free, so I can enjoy my life. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that it's really important for us to decide what is not just the quantitative thing, like that tangible yeah. goal, but how do we want to feel when we're in the midst of doing that? I love that so much. It makes me think of the quote of Maya Angelou. Even when you're thinking about other people, you may forget what they did or even what they said, but you won't forget how they made you feel in the same way. If we're mindful of that and we move into that feeling, then it's like, oh, you know, it's beyond a checklist. It's like, oh, I'm this is the feeling that I'm looking for. It's like we say you'll know it when you see it, but sometimes you'll know it when you feel it. So I yeah, think and that's I think amazing. even realistically, when you said no, when you feel it, I think when, on the quantitative scale, I think that sometimes we create goals that really aren't aligned with what we desire. So wow. I can say, for instance, I want 100K a month, but is that what we truly desire? We might truly desire, I want to make enough to replace my day job, or I want to make enough to be able to accumulate wealth. Well, if you read books like Millionaire Next Door, mm-hmm. and if you follow Dave Ramsey or just other gurus yeah. out here, you know people are pushing so many things about having a million dollar business and all these different things, and we almost kind of make that our goal. But in in reality, there's a lot of ways to live the life that you want to live with a certain income. Yeah. And I think that if we can just create goals that are really aligned with what we desire, which might be, oh, I just want to work for myself, or I just want to have enough to put away for X, Y, and Z. And we can quantify it that way instead of arbitrarily pulling it out of the air because of what somebody said we should be doing. Exactly. And then, you know, then the results are measured by our own standard and Mm -hmm. not other people's. And, you yes. know, we, we don't, yes, and, amen. Yes. Who, right, and, and who, who with them have the time, they don't know what they want either, you know? And so mm-hmm. you're, is yeah, I, I'm feeling all of that. Yes. <laughs> but a quick question though, because again, you know, you, you know, you kind of shared a few of the things that you do and they're not all, you know, it's not just one thing. It's a few different um, mm-hmm. hats that you wear as many black women, as many people uh, yeah. do. But um, so how do you market and sustain your personal brands that differ? You know, because yeah. we talk about results given, uh, 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 results driven marketing. And so maybe I got results in one area, but the other one is like, eh. so how do I balance all of that? Yeah, I think that that again gets to a place of productivity. Yeah. Uh, and so, for instance, like the work that I do with my personal business, I have a virtual assistant that helps me do some things on my personal my, business. Let me take notes. Go ahead. Listen, get that uh, virtual assistant life. To. And I think that we are really missing out on that virtual assistant life. Yeah. I've had a couple of different virtual assistants when I find that it's going to be a season that I need some extra, you know, uh, help, mm-hmm. especially because I still and I still work a full time job. Yeah. And so for me, it's just like, OK, I have to be really mindful of being able to do the work of my daytime job, you know, and operate my side hustle, you know, volunteer with my dance company. And so, and I want to do that and feel good about it. Feel good about it. And so with that, it's like, okay, I have to be really clear about what are the things that I can take on. And if I have too much, I need to think about hiring it out. Or automating it. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I do my that. best not to schedule things. Like, I have the calendar links, you know, the automations that are there. Yeah. Like I just had a call today with my automations of VA or virtual assistant. Like, she's helping me with workflows to automate some things. Yeah. Because that keeps me from doing work all the time. You do the front work to build it. Yeah. And then you're just maintaining, maintaining. it and making changes as necessary. And so like that is really helpful. So when you talk about results in your brand, if we're not automating something or if yeah. we're not handing something to someone else to do, you will be burnt out. 
Yeah. So would that also then go in a line with clarity of message, having that yeah. system? Because that's the other thing, too, because I can even speak for myself, being that I have marketing of Black Girl Magic, Saved in the City Christian Network, all of the mm-hmm. things. But it's like I want to make sure that the messaging is separated and different. But I guess that kind of goes with that preparation piece too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That preparation and like having help, right? And the you know, help. Like if yes. you have help. Mm-hmm. The delegation. Listen. Oh, we got to trust the people that we don't we know. Trust the people. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, uh-huh. so here's another, here's another question I want to hit um, because we're almost running out of time here. Um, so, the, oh, and so in terms of, services for clients. So we're talking about our own brands right now, but when we are uh, servicing clients, what could you say to someone who's just starting out maybe in the marketing industry or uh, maybe not even in marketing, but uh, they want to prove that they get results, but -hmm. they don't necessarily have the case studies just yet. So if you're just starting out and you don't have the data to prove your ability yet, like what, what are some tips you could give for someone like that? Yeah, I love that. So I'm pretty much that person that feels like there's no such thing of you not having any results. Yeah. Like there's no such thing if you, especially if you're doing something that is service based, or even if you have a product, if you work somewhere and have done similar work, you've had the customers at your company before, even if it wasn't your company, you were working for someone, it could be X amount of years doing this for a client. So even if it's not under your brand, you have had experiences with other organizations doing a thing and that is transferable and that speaks to your results. And even if it isn't, you know, kind of apples for apples, but if it's something that kind of shows your ability to do a thing, I think that that also speaks to your results. And like when you said case studies, if you feel like, okay, I've done all that work, I still want more things out here to prove, well, then go get those case studies. You yeah. know what I mean? Like go work with people at a lower price point yeah. or work with people at the price point that you want because if you're able to share with them the authority that you do have yeah. and you want to work with them, then do it and you know get some testimonials that way. For sure. I love what you mm-hmm. said about transferable experience. A lot of times we don't think about that. It's not yeah. that you have to have been paid. It could have been something you volunteered with. Yep. If you've been to school, you've done something. You know, 100%. especially if you, yeah, you've done something or even if not, it could have been something you did for your family with your family. You mm-hmm. work for your aunt, you work for your uncle. It's really about how you word it. It's about how you describe it in a sense. And if you can um there was a someone that shared with me that story You know, just Mm -hmm. talk about what you've done, you know, in your life. Be honest about it. And you'll be surprised at how that might translate to someone else who can relate to you. Be honest about it and deliver. And deliver. And deliver and be real about delivering. And like I've worked with people and what I offer them, they either didn't fully take advantage of it. And so I, because I want to make sure that whoever I work with gets what I believe is my result, I'm very conscious of reaching back out, like, what else do you need? What else do you need? I want to make sure that you're getting something from this because you paid for a service. Right Now, if they are not engaging, because that happens too, people pay for things and they're not as engaging, Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to keep doing my part because who wants to have clients? that you can't even have a testimony about. And then it doesn't feel good to be a service provider 
knowing that someone has paid you for something and you don't feel like yeah. you know what has happened. Yeah. You know, so always being engaged um, in finding out how you can make sure that you delivered on your promise. Mm-hmm. And then if you didn't, you know, just being real about like, okay, how can we make sure you get what you need? You for know, sure. like that's going to help you learn mm-hmm. what you're best at. It's mm-hmm. going to help you learn what the client truly needs on top of what you provide. Mm-hmm. Like all of that thing, all of that is like feedback. So mm-hmm. the more you can work with people, the more you're going to learn about what you like to do and what you don't like to do. So you got to start working with people. I love it. I absolutely love it. And you are so amazing. Oh my oh, goodness. I was <laughs> just a, a free flow conversation. I always want to go on a little bit more. It was like, oh yeah, yeah. I, said, I said 20 minutes. Okay. No, no, no. You, you got time. You well, got no, time. no, listen, listen for the audience because they'll be like, no, oh. I got an hour. So they, you know, so it's a 20 minutes. <laughs> right. So, you know, you got because, <laughs> So this is how it works. What we do is we do our 20 minute segment and then I take three more episodes just just unpacking what you okay. shared with us. And Got so it. they get to kind of, so don't worry, y'all. We'll be able to bask <laughs> in these amazing gems over the next three weeks as well. So uh, we end each uh, program with something we like to call our potion secrets. Uh, so we want to know what's in your mix, Desiree, that ensures that you are sharp, innovative, and sustained. So the first question is, who are you currently reading or what is your go-to book for motivation and and or elevation? Listen, so I am a book nerd. I'm an audible <laughs> nerd. I read I'm a new audible. book almost every other week. Awesome. So uh, I've been on it. So I can tell you about my last two reads. Yeah. And that was last week and this week. Okay. <laughs> I've been packing it in. One is Speed of Trust. No plug intended, but that is where I work. Stephen M.R. Covey. Okay. Uh, Speed of Trust. It's really a great book if you want to continue to grow in the way that you lead people mm-hmm. and lead your own life around your intent um, and then your trust behaviors mm-hmm. because you're going to gain more trust in the market, more trust in your organization and with individuals when you first trust yourself. If we out here not trusting ourselves, why do we give people the opportunity to trust? I mean, why do they want to trust us? Yes. And what we put out there. So good book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I train people in that too. Uh, Love it. The other one is the the magic of thinking big. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an old school book. Mm-hmm. This is someone kind of like you know some of those old school books like the Thinking uh, Napoleon Rich. Hill. Yeah, or, you know, like those all of those old yeah. ones. The magic of thinking big. I actually just finished that this week. I took so many notes, but it is like old knowledge. But that knowledge doesn't change. It's and so that, yeah. based. And he talks about it in a lot of different ways. Thinking big in everyday life, thinking big on the job, thinking big when you are just just the way that you show up. Yeah, in life. yeah. I've had so many good gems from that book. Okay, this week. I'm reading and that I'm, one. That listen, that's, that's no, up my you alley. Read it. It's a it's an everyday read. Yeah. But then the last one that I read on a regular is The Alchemist. Okay. I just read that and pull from it. I read it at least twice. A year. Like I usually read it twice when I've heard it. So I've already listened to it. Twice I need, this I've year. never read it. And I, oh it's, my it, God. I know it's in every, everyone is in everyone's arsenal. And I'm like, God, why don't I have it in mind? It needs to be. Well, it's very parable. Yeah. Um, Story light. So you can always pull something different from it, which is Love what it. I, which is what I really enjoy. Y'all taking um, notes. Okay. Cause we're getting so. this good information. Okay. Oh, uh, what podcast are you currently listening to? Listening to anything? Um, so I haven't listened to a lot of podcasts lately. That okay, is, so we um, can add marketing in, with Black Girl Magic to of the mix. We can. We can definitely add that. And the and the podcast that I do listen to is usually random. Yeah. Uh, 
it's like I'll see it on YouTube or somebody will post it and I'm like, oh, let me listen to their episode. Yeah. So that is an area I haven't done in a while. No, but I before love that, it. I did used to listen to a do what Jerisa says. Okay. Jerisha says. Like I liked hers. Like it was called Jerisha says. Jerisha Hawk. And she's an online uh, marketer. I went to an event when the world was open before uh, COVID in, yeah. in 2019 BC. Wow. Um, I went to BC. an event that she. That's all changed. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but I went to an event that she spoke at twice in 2019. And so um, I really liked her. Followed her, her from there. She, does, she, she keeps it real, real. Okay. I like the real, real. Cool. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's also a Christian entrepreneur, too. Oh, real. yeah. She's, then that's up my she's alley. Funny. She's funny, too. I you feel like she's it. my sister. Okay, yeah. what what is your self care regimen? Oh, um, so right now I do a lot of like. Okay, my goal is to get up at five in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that'd be my heart. That's the disclaimer. Uh, lately, <laughs> it's been like seven or eight. <laughs> um, but when I do get up at five, I never regret it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so. When I do get up early, even when I get up later, I always try to uh, work out, um, listen to a book or a podcast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I listen to it throughout the day. Um, and then journaling, like yeah. journaling, prayer, meditation. That's the other part of my morning. Um, and so I try to get that in in a day. And then uh, for my own mental health purposes, I stay off screen. So mm-hmm. even though I have things that I post. Sometimes I schedule posts online mm-hmm. um, and I do engage, you know, here and there, but I cut myself off on social media mm-hmm. a lot throughout the day. Um, and I don't have notifications on. Yeah. Like, these are just habits. That's so good self-care. though. Yes, for sure. I don't have notifications on to sometimes to my detriment. Like <laughs> people are like, girl, I'm calling you. And no. I'm like, I know I gotta, so I do have to get better with that in mm-hmm. terms of, um, Doing not disturb instead of just shutting everything oh, off. Oh, so yeah, I just if do, I do get not a disturb. Call yeah, that I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've switched it from not disturb to cutting it off, but I got to be more consistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but whatever the case is, I do that and I just try to stay off of the screen yeah. as much as possible. I take walks if I have meetings that are not requiring me to lead it on Zoom, I, I do it on the phone and I take a walk. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, anything you don't need to, if it's like a group meeting that you don't have to lead or something that you don't need to screen about, um, I ask people like, can we do a call versus Yeah, Zoom? that is so good. So I can good. get out of my chair, get yes. out of the screen, and I can walk. So Yeah, I'm doing all of these things, yeah, ladies, do that. The listen. Walk, that, I mean, that'll help your life, period, just walking, you know? Being around nature and just being outside. Yeah, it's like, it's just the whole post-COVID thing. It's like a Mm -hmm. new, now things are opening up again. Like what, what to do? It's like, oh, I'm so used to having to be here, but I can get out. I can walk. Mm -hmm. I can do these different things. Okay. And then lastly, what is your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote. Might be a couple. Oh, actually, um, this is my recent, I do have a lot of favorite quotes, actually. Um, but my recent one is Robin Sharma. So okay. another book that I've read, uh, 5 a.m. Club. Okay. Which is why, you know, I'm you tried for the 5 a.m. Yeah, I was yeah, trying to be in the club. I, <laughs> 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 uh, but I've been quoting this quote a lot, probably because it's easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it's excuses breed no genius. Ooh. It's a good one, ain't it? Um, excuses breeds no genius. So basically, it, because it's all about, his book is about getting up at five yeah. and having a morning routine. And it's like, all oh, because you've never done it doesn't mean you're not able to do it. 
Yeah. And uh, so excuses breed no genius. You can come up with excuses all day long and still not get what yeah. you say you wanted. So it's like, that's not helping you. That's not helping creative. anything. Right. It's not helping you be smarter. Yeah. So why don't you start with the excuses and actually do the thing? Do so the it's thing. it's actually my jam. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, own, and own, like, just like, yeah, yeah the, you might have a legit excuse. Own it yourself. And yeah. then do the thing. Stop talking yeah. about why it didn't happen. Just be yeah. like, oh, that, and uh, that was Just me. Have your victim moment right. and then like, ride it out. Like when I was sure that you lived here. You know, I'm owning that. <laughs> oh, you I'm, own, I'm owning that. And I'm like, we're going to do Zoom. That's cool. You know, <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, okay. Again, Desiree, let the folks know how they can connect with you. And, you know, because some people are saying, I want to take it to the next level. Yeah, I can yes. do it myself, but I, I feel like I need Desiree. How can they connect with you? Tell them all of that. that Absolutely. Stuff. Well, I'm on all social media channels. So you can catch me on Facebook, IG, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Um, I also have a book called Get Your Life Today. So you can catch that on Amazon.com or Amazon. Some people call it Amazon. I call it Amazon. Oh, I was like Amazon. <laughs> I like Amazon. Amazon. It's like, it's Amazon. I feel um, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, I have a clarity workbook. So if you're having a hard time getting clear about what you want in your life over the next 90 days, it's a really short workbook that you can work through. You can find that on a Bitly account. So it's Bitly. Clarity Workbook, or you can go to my IG and click the link in the bio. I love it. I'm so here for it. Thank you so much, Desiree, for joining us. And folks, unfortunately, that is all the time that we have for today. So again, thanks to Desiree. Uh, Be sure to stay connected with her at www.desireecocroft.com. Is that still accurate? Yes. Yeah, okay. DesireeCocroft.com. And we'll make sure if you, if you guys are following us on social media, that you'll be able just to click the links, um, and, and go there as well. Of course, thank you again to our sponsors, Podcast Town and Luminosity Media Group. And don't forget to rate and review Marketing with Black Girl Magic wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. If you have additional comments, questions, or suggestions, feel free to email us at info at luminosityent.com. And until next week, I've been your host, Iberia, and this has been Marketing with Black Girl Magic. Now, you guys remember, be innovative, be impactful, unapologetically sparkle. Sparkle.